Cheater Core, I'm about to just dip in Hex Wraith Green and then Dry Brush and then just slap some blood for the Blood God on and be like, yeah, they're painted. You have, have you done? You have feck? Yeah, didn't, don't you remember you bought me some? Yeah. No. I remember <laughs> that. Uh. <laughs> and then I bought two Star Collectings and I was like, all right, I got a whole army. You were there. I, I'm sure I was, but that was ages ago. Yeah, you bought the Broken Realms box for me. Huh. I don't remember that. Yeah, I just have a feck army I've never put on the table. Huh. You, would you say it's pretty ineffective hey everybody welcome to the show it's the atlanta warhammer 50th episode Ooh, you suck. what the fuck you transitioned that yeah, so fucking that's, fast that's how we did it <laughs> maybe no there's idea. not even intro. Great. maybe oh. there's not even a music this time a music that's right <laughs> it's the show one whole music one singular music i'm zach who are you I'm Josh. <laughs> I'm David. We're the we're the OGs. Yeah, the OG threes. We got like yeah. guests and stuff. It was about us the whole time, and the friends yeah. we made and lost along the way. Eventually, our lives will calm down, and we can go back to doing this shit more. We can actually play some of this game. I actually work a job now that I don't fucking hate myself. You're welcome. I work for <laughs> shocker. I gave up electrical work, and now I technically work for zach now you've been bitcoin mining in the back of the warehouse <laughs> i made a game about raccoons for him and he hasn't done anything to well me. i threw it in the trash that's where the raccoons yeah, are. yeah. i figured that's what you wanted right it's, yeah you, it's you gotta you gotta print the fucking oh, production deck i thought you said to market the game to raccoons well yeah that's what okay. i okay well that's gonna because ex- you just take the cards and you throw them in the trash and you you know yeah. now the raccoons just have the game well i got their feedback and it was mostly a lot of chittering and then one of them stole my wallet so <laughs> yeah product testing so, hey, what's the show about, Josh? Uh, apparently, Age of Sigmar, supposedly. I think that's – I think we can just break it just break it out and say Warhammer-ish yeah. now at this point. Like, I all mean, eventually, eventually all... we want to get into Warcry and yeah. – yeah. Eventually, we're going to actually do something before. We're using right? stacks of Soulbound books to hold up the mic stand. <laughs> so we have been branching out. Which uh, yeah, when are we going to play Soulbound again? Uh, we're going to play it at – Insert date here. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and I'll go back in and ADR that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally gonna that. go do that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Hopefully soon. Um, we are in the middle of a weird period of growth for both us professionally and spiritually and culturally and hobbly, <laughs> hobbly, hobbly. And I don't know. We're hobbling our way across the finish line. So we will. Excuse we're me. kind of in a weird middle studio right now. Like we're in the current studio, which won't be the current studio soon. Yeah, in a, in a couple of weeks, or maybe our next show, given our current speed of shows, it'll be the new studio. Uh, and it may well, sound entirely different. Eventually, we'll, two books will be coming out that we actually want to talk about. That's true. We do have some books coming out. And uh, we are going to at least do a Zinch episode because I forgot that I pre-ordered it. So now we have to <laughs> we have to justify that, please, somebody. <laughs> if not, it'll just be me rambling on about the fact that I don't know what's different. Um, <coughs> I do know that my favorite part of the Zinch book so far, just flipping it through it, is that I think it's the changeling has the monster keyword. Obviously, that's a mistake, but it's... Uh, really funny to imagine this little dude just walking up and slapping <laughs> a bargain around, just Titanic door, me, bitch! <laughs> From, like, a tiny little horror guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we got the Zinch book coming up, um, and we were thinking for the 50th episode, we would just kind of talk about, like, hey, some we've, we've missed some news and rumors and stuff. There have been some big, stompy new things that we wanted to talk about. Uh, and also just kind of talk about, like, why the hell... <laughs> Why are we still doing this? We're doing this. Yeah, why are we doing this? Uh, against advisement from both legal and medical offices, we're still here. So 
there must be a reason why we're in this hobby doing it spending all this kind of money josh is buying a house specifically to have more place to put his warhammer stuff that's wrong that's what he told me so that's what we're going with yeah (laughs) yeah so so i figured we'd talk about that later i've made Uh, some choices in my life you have made some choices and you know what the choices that our listeners should make is where they should shop online where can they find all this awesome stuff online gigabytes online oh he takes that one shit okay Go ahead, then. Yeah, you can go to Gigabytes Online, and you can buy all your Warhammer stuff, your 40K, your Age of Sigmar, your Warcry, your Kill Team, your uh, Necromundo, uh, your... Underworlds. Underworlds, the fucking airplane one, the Knights, (laughs) the the Titan one. Titan one. Uh, Horse Heresy. Yeah, you can get some X-Wing, you can get some Marvel. Oh, there we go. (laughs) I was waiting to get out of the GW products. Jeez, they have a lot of stuff. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, You can also buy paint, I think occasionally you do yeah yeah for those of us that paint our stuff um you do that but if you say you don't want to paint your stuff and you just want to give money to somebody to paint your stuff josh where would you go where would you go hold on hold on all right cue it okay go ahead oh i'm just painting oh he paints your stuff so good they'll do a great job you should check out lemon juice painting on facebook and i'm sure there's a link on the website i am moderately aroused now <laughs> moderately yeah I-, I liked that your thing was like half uh the matador guy from she hulk <laughs> <laughs> and like and like half a death rattle uh-huh <laughs> you just it's, uh, it's about where i'm at right now that was that was good that was good so yeah lemon juice painting yeah check Bye. it out he does good. Sh- he does good shit. He does. He'll do it fast too, or something. I don't know. No, no. He, he, he <laughs> does it quick enough. Yeah, he does it quick enough. Um, and I guess I'll go ahead and take the last one because that's the last one. It's Blueberry Podcasting, and you can use the code ATL War when you sign up. And now, when you sign up, you get to pick what the code applies to. What? So crazy! Yeah, so I finally figured out what our code <laughs> is actually doing with this system. <laughs> so you can pick like you want to do professional. It'll give you a certain number of stuff for free analytics. You can pick personal and it'll give you a free month of hosting so basically use that code and uh come join us on the podcast there there's plenty of space for more nerds to talk about toys on the internet hell yeah man so get out here and nerds and toys and toys and nerds and nerds and toys and toys and nerds that's the musical break uh for the episode so yeah so let's talk about the new stuff that got previewed that none of us are currently looking at because we didn't pull it up on a screen or anything like that no we didn't so uh i'm going to say that what we're doing is we're right now looking at it and i'm definitely not whirling around while you two vamp and we're vamping 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 and we're vamping yes we're vamping vamping away we're in a vamp break. We're in a vamp break. Look at all that new stuff as we end this vamp break. Hey, we're ending this vamp break. Cause I'm waiting for Zach to turn his chair back around and get back to the table table. Hey, we're vamping. We're still vamping. We're vamping so far away. So it's taking a very long time. But this vamp break was brought to you by Blueberry Podcasting, (laughs) Lama Juice Painting, and Gigabyte's Cafe. Yeah. I'm leaving all this in. Back to the show. (laughs) And we're back. Thanks for that break. Uh, Yeah, so we were talking. Fuck, you can't see it because I blocked the screen with my body. (laughs) God. 
God, we're, we're, <laughs> we're professionals here. We know what we're doing. God, you, you know, we take like a six-week break because of scheduling, oh, and man. we have completely lost the ability to actually record this podcast we in any way, shape, have. or form. Uh, for those of you that can't see at home, which is everybody that doesn't have a, a secret camera hidden in here right now, uh, I just spent that whole time trying to find a picture of the new Mega Gargant, put it up on the screen, and then immediately sat down in front of the screen so nobody can see it. Yep, but we do know it's a Mega Gargant, so that's the first thing we should talk about. It's a Mega hey. Gargant. So there's two... New Mega Gargans. McGargans. McGargans. We're going to call them McGargans now. Mm. <laughs> Gargs McGargans. Did you open the door for a lady Gargan? <laughs> McGargan. <laughs> Tip the fedora. Uh, so there's two new McGargans coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is not new. He's so old and so popular that some Gargan players might have already kitbashed one of their characters to be him. That's me. But now King Broad is back for realsies. So he's a guy from the Realmgate War. Um, he... It basically thinks he's the next behemoth, kind of. He's the, the, going to be the biggest one. And so he's kind of the unofficial king in as much as the, they have a king for Gargants, really. Uh, but what he is is he's a unique character, so he's named, which is interesting because the other ones have a named version, but only when you play them as a mercenary. Right. Yep. Otherwise, they're just unnamed. So he's a named character, which is cool, kind of weird for an army that already only has one artifact or one enhancement or whatever to give a named character because you're not going to put anything on him obviously Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i don't think we've really seen anything he does yet like in terms of stats we've seen what the other new guy does a little bit and that's the guy that i pulled up back there we'll pretend like we can see the stats i mean i can see the picture kind of yeah you know he's a big guy he has a big hammer the gargants aren't in the red box yet right no okay so that that would actually then be my i would i would think they would actually just be updating the kit to make it the, it would basically be the red box gargant kit, and it'll or have mega, everything. In yeah, there. and it'll have everything in there as one big mega gargant. I do, I do think that's probably the most convenient. But man, that price tag on that box is gonna suck because you know it's gonna push two fifty easily. Yeah, well, if, I think it was gonna be pushing two fifty anyway with the I mean, price might, increases that are going with GW. Yeah. I mean, they might just make a new box, include the new sprues, and just keep it at two hundred. Who knows? They might just. Who knows? They make you order a figure, wait a year, and then order another figure to get that figure sent to you. By the way, everybody, this is is your official. The rage that I felt over that. Josh Josh has uh, had some experience with this. This is your official uh, notice to everybody that has Warhammer Plus. Go order your character. It doesn't automatically ship. You got to go in and select it and do a bunch of stuff again. It really has been that many weeks since I freaking went through that whole process, wasn't it? God, I hated that. Yeah, talk about a so frustrating. bizarre process. It was like, cool, you've ordered it. Now go order it. Yeah. And then we'll let you it's know like, it's free. It's like, hey, you select this thing at the very beginning of your Warhammer Plus subscription so we know which one you're going to get. Neat. Okay, cool. I did it. When are you sending this shit to me? People have already got theirs. That's weird. Oh, you have to go online and then it's just a $0 transaction for this thing? Okay, cool. Well, I don't want to just do a $0 transaction and then have it sent to me uh, without with the shipping and handling or whatever. So I guess I'll buy something as well because it's free shipping and handling. Oh, and then what do you do? You send it in two separate fucking boxes. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Sorry, I'm off my high horse now. My goodness. <laughs> and this is why I didn't sign up for that shit. Rage. You know, I knew it was going to be a fucking shit show. I requested mine and it showed up within three days. Yeah, it was super fast. Where did it come from? <laughs> Probably a store. <laughs> they just <laughs> took it from a store stock. They probably like, hey, you guys don't really do anything, so yeah, you guys got to shit this. I don't know, out. man. New Skaven book it might have just come through a narhole. That's that's possible. Yeah. yeah. Also, those stores have you seen them? They're the size of a postage stamp now. 
it's like good luck playing a game in a Warhammer store. Hey, here's an interesting community thing. Sound off if you go to an official Warhammer store to play games. Because I've been listening to a lot of other shows and stuff, uh, and I listen to one that's the Painty Man. I'm sure everybody's heard of it. And um, they were talking about how they play their games at like an official Warhammer place and all the stigma of being a 45-year-old man going in to play that and everyone else is a 12-year-old kid or having an unpainted army and all of that. And it's occurred to me, I've played one game ever in a Games Workshop store, and that was just a learning game when Age of Sigmar launched. I've been in a Games Workshop store once. I like Games Workshark. Yeah, Games Workshark. <laughs> Uh, I've I've played in one once, but it was 40k, and it was in Germany. Okay, well I don't know that. I feel like in Europe it's a little bit more. There's of a, a lot more. There are a lot of asterisks. Kept having asterisks on that explanation. I feel like in Europe it might be a little bit different. Yeah, I was it, also like 14. So I, don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like in America they're just kind of. They're mostly retail. Like, they don't, yeah. they have a table or two, but I can't imagine playing, A, I can imagine playing a game where, like, a guy's over there, he's like, that's not how that rule works, and then I'd feel real dumb every time I tried to do something. But B, playing a game in a building that is entirely quiet, except for you and the other person, that's, that's weird. It's yeah, weird. no, I could just do that at my house. It's a weirdly intimate wargaming thing. Especially and if we're going to do that, why do I have to wear pants? Exactly. That's, that's why we just do it at our house. I can still stay, stay in my pajamas, and no one's going to judge me for my Cheeto stance. Yeah. It's like we can do it like we do this podcast, buck-ass naked, and screaming in terror the entire time. Right. Yeah. So, Mega Gargas, speaking of being almost naked, uh -huh. I pulled up his attack. <laughs> I'll tell you what it does, because nobody's going to be able to see. All right, here's what his attack does. This is the big club. It's called the uh, Minhir Club. Um, he has a three-inch range on it, which is weirdly disproportionate to the size of the arm reach on the figures but whatever uh three attacks three's the hit two the wound the rend is a star we'll get to that uh and the damage is that's a five five i don't know if you guys can see that from here that's a five on that damage. Yep. Five. um so the rend basically what he can do is if he's fighting within three inches of an enemy monster you can say we'll unleash a beast breaking strike uh until the end of the phase the attack characteristics is one the damage characteristic is five d6 uh and all attacks have to target an enemy monster so I'm guessing the rend is probably a profile thing. Yeah, we just don't see that like that. But um, who cares? Because five yeah, d six, you only get one shot. That's but if a, you get that's, that shot. That's a Kragnos charge whenever the fuck you want it. That is that killer bow without all the math around the killer bow thing. Yeah, it's it's literally Kragnos charge without possibility of it just not happening. Now that means that means that you have to roll a three and a two, and your opponent has to not save. And I have those Stormcast Archers that are two ups, two ups, and boy, do they whiff half the game. Just just doesn't matter. It just happens. It's a one shot. And it's, I think you can't modify it, right? Like, the, you can't modify the to hit on it? Uh, yep. Like no, the attacks characteristic cannot be, be modified. Cannot be modified. So you okay. could. However, if Gargans still work the way they do now, you're not going to be able to get a plus one to hit. Oh, that's right. Um, but they might change all of that. Gargans is a 2.0 book, so yeah. they might change it. But if there's not an easy way to get plus one to hit, it's a three and a two. If there is, that's a two and a two. I mean, which is, who boy? Isn't Titanic Duel a plus one to hit? Uh, maybe. And, you know, <laughs> if you're already swinging at a monster, you Titanic Duel to get the plus one to hit. Now it's twos and twos. Yeah. Uh, plus, if he's a hero, then you're going to go ahead and give him best damn day. That's plus one to wound. So that puts that two to a one, which still can't, but two. still helps <laughs> in case you're picking a negative to wound for some reason. Yeah, it's, it's a choice. It's, it's, pretty, really, it's pretty. It's pretty solid. It's a choice. I kind of want to see what the rest of his profile is because, yeah. like, 
we're only seeing the club attack, but obviously the rest of them have like a stomp attack or a bite or a headbutt or mm-hmm. something. So I feel like this guy's going to have to do something. And if you look at it, um, it only changes his characteristic of that club to one. So maybe he's got other stuff on the profile he can still do. So it's not as bad as like, here's my one shot. I missed. Cool. That was 560 points of nothing that happened. <laughs> like, I imagine he's got some other utility or something. Yeah. I like the idea of him hum- coming out and fighting monsters and being specifically monster hunting right after we're done with that yeah. storyline. Like, perfect timing, GW. Now they're like, we're all in caves and you can't be in a cave because you're it's too small. Anyway, here's a giant who, I guess, stoops. Who's great great at hitting monster stuff but he's gonna get he's man i i'm ready i'm excited because i think the because i think a the model's cool and i like it's the cool fact yeah. that it's just like hey, chuck him in destruction armies go forth yeah um but uh, with where the game is right now it's gonna be just chuff units it's, just, yeah. just gonna bog that dude down yeah gargans are in a really weird place right now um to talk about this and i can say because that's actually that nurgle are the only armies i've played a lot of in the new edition mm-hmm. uh, and because one of them i'm trying to learn and the other one is easy and <laughs> the gargans because they're right now it's a, what's a bounty hunter cool me i guess yeah but what the other thing the counts as thing that doesn't matter like how how could it matter um because you have everybody over 12 wounds so half the half the current stuff that's going on you're not engaging with as a Gargant player. Right. And you're really only benefiting because, as we saw, Bounty Hunters on a three-pack of Gargants, it's like 120 wounds. It's, it's a lot. It was <laughs> stupid. It's a stupid amount of wounds. Who was it? Was it you? It was your Brutes, right? Yeah. yeah. It was not a good time. Was it like 10 Brutes in that pile? They not were much no longer. <laughs> so we learned. It was one combat, and they were gone. I have never <laughs> seen 10 brutes lift off the table that quickly. <laughs> 30 wounds just with four up saves just gone. Just yeah. never stood a chance. Uh, 30 attacks at a two up, three up, rend one, damage three. Yeah. It's problematic <laughs> for that because everyone was a guy. Just a ch- Look, we knew when we were fighting that fight that it was like, all right, whoever gets first charge off is probably going to win this. Yeah, absolutely. The answer was you. <laughs> yeah, the answer was whoever can get into the fight first is going to probably just win. Uh, but everybody's going to fall over no matter what. Because yep. when people get back, Gargants just fall over. That's the thing. I'm excited to see what the Gargant book does. Obviously, I'm going to buy it. I know they're adding two pages. And they're like, updated lore. From what? They don't do anything. They kind of wander around <laughs> yeah. and get bigger and angrier. So they're maybe... just expanding the fairy tale a little bit, which, man. Yeah. Which they did put Kragnos in your book. And I think he's in every book. <laughs> Everybody gets a crack yeah, now. They're, they're basically putting him in all the Destruction Army books. Yeah, they're trying to tell you how to win with Destruction right it's now. Kragnos. <laughs> the Gitz book, the, the new Gitz book, will just be a single page, and it's Kragnos, and on the back is a bunch of coupons for, like, Bone Splitters and uh, Iron Jaws, <laughs> Ogors, <laughs> like that. And then they're like, and t- you can take some squigs if you want. Which, Ogors aren't doing too hot right now. Yeah, that's weird given the fact that they are the you think they would benefit from the fight in two ranks thing. Yeah. But the no the rend thing kills them. Yeah, I mean like, And there's better choices. Yeah, still gutbusters are still not really in a good spot at all. Not yet. Because I, the, I, soon I, there's going to be a book release that's just you and me, buddy. Oh <laughs> Sorry, yeah, it's Josh. just going to be us talking. <laughs> you had your fish. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be all about us. Yeah. I can't wait for that box that's one gargant. And one frost horn. That's it. It's just two I toys, d- and you just smash I them together. Honestly, don't think so. If you don't know, uh, gargants and ogors are coming out at the same time. Yes, we were not expecting this at all, but somehow we got it. Um, <laughs> I think everybody thought gits. Like, yeah, legitimately I honestly thought, thought gits. gits. I didn't think 
sense we're going to get a book. I think we call if you call back to our episode we talked about, it, I think we said Ogors and Gits yeah. to and maybe a new destruction army. Kragnos's people was our like yeah. wild yeah. shot kind of thing. Yeah, I did not see Sons getting a book this early. I didn't think they really needed one. We, we don't, but thanks. Yeah, sure. I don't, I, all these people that I, are complaining. That honestly, I think they. Right now. I think they were just looking. It was like, yeah, what are the two easiest destruction books we can do and make people happy? Uh, here's two of them. Yeah, Gargans also is such a weird army. Like it plays entire. I just realized that also they really need to look at Ossiark at some point because that one is slowly falling off the way of being like, well, it, it doesn't work, and now it also no longer work. functions. Also, it was the beta test for 3.0 rules, right. and now it's just kind of in there. Uh, but Gargans, because they work so differently than everything else, I understand wanting to like look at them and adjust them. The things that were dominating with Gargans are not dominating now because it was the, I'm going to bring four big guys and, yeah. or three big guys and uh, two or three little guys. And that doesn't work as much now in the current meta because that means you have less people you don't have bounty hunters you're not able to engage and when your opponent picks the objective that is only contested by the galatian veterans or whatever you literally cannot bring those in a gargan army so your opponent once per turn gets to go you can't control that objective no matter what so gargans have a hard fight right now actually uh, unless you play it the way i've been playing it for like since they came out which has now swung back around to being really good um, but a bunch it, of little dudes. Yeah, just a bunch of little guys. Because then yeah. you get all the monstrous actions you want. You get all the damage you want. You can have bounty hunters that are legitimately horrifying to run across the table at. Because even one of those guys in bounty hunters could just slaughter a 30-pack of something. But they, I can understand them wanting to look at it and like figure out how to make it permanent. Like how Gargans can function from here on out without yeah. being swingy one way or the other. Yeah, We're getting into real design philosophy here on the show, everybody. <laughs> Tuck in. This is what I've been thinking about. For the last two weeks at my actual job. <laughs> but when you have something, an army like that that functions bizarrely, I understand fixing it. Let's see if they do, though. Because <laughs> if they just give us the same book plus two War Scrolls, it's like, what did they think? It said Lumineth on the front? Like, seriously, what do they think we are? They get book number 12, I think. Yeah, yeah. which people are mad. It's like, you, you said it was delayed, but you didn't say, give us any other information. It's like, well, you know, got, what, three fucking books? Since they've released? Uh, it just kills me that, of course, of course it would be delayed again. Because it's not out now, and the Zinch book is, and it's the battle boxes, the two of them, so where's the Lumineth book? I, they cannot be on time, those elves, I tell you what. Yep. I, I know that I was talking with some people that were that are Lumineth fans that are like, legitimately, yeah, right now the book doesn't make any sense. Because you either do the one thing to possibly win, or all the other stuff in the book isn't good. And it's kind of the Stormcast problem, where yep. it's like, I'm just going to bring the three things that work instead of the 50 things that are cool but don't do anything. Right. Yeah. And they want – I understand that. If you bought a lot of that stuff, I think the Dawn Riders look really cool. The guys on horses. Yeah. I love those models. Legitimately cool. And after Rings of Power episode uh, that came out roughly four hours ago, it's the one with all the fighting in it. Uh, I kind of like the image of these guys in white armor riding horses really fast into orcs. So I'm like, oh, shit, Dawn Riders are kind of looking cool now. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and then I went over into cities and found out I could just do that in cities. I was like, oh, God, I'm going to do that instead. I don't want to <laughs> buy Lumineth. But um, they need a book because half their stuff doesn't – it's not worth it. Yeah. And right. I get that. As a Stormcast player who sat through a lot of going, hey, these are my Stormcast guys. This is my Vanguard chamber. You'll never see them except for Raptors. <laughs> that's, it. that's the only part you'll see. You put out a Stormcast guy with a dog, and everyone's like, what the hell is that? It's like it's one of the 80 models that I don't use <laughs> that exists. So I'm – I think we're overall pretty excited about the Gargant. Yeah. I yeah. Love. The Gargant stuff looks cool. Yeah. I own a Gargant. I will probably wind up owning a Gargant now. 
Do yeah. you do you want to buy a Gargan? Do you want to buy a Gargan? <laughs> I, I bought a Gargan for a meme list. And now he just sits there. I'm like, I'm probably never using Does this guy ever again. Be a Gargan. Sorry. Zach, do you want another Gargan? I will always take Gargans. I will be, you know, he's, anything you hand me, I will build and paint and kit bash. That's how I work. <laughs> I mean, he's already built. Not like that golden demon kit bash with the Gargan. Oh God! And the Charybdis. Just as a as the Charybdis guy, just a polite fuck you to that. <laughs> like Jesus, that is amazing looking. Um, we'll put a picture on the show notes so you can see. If you haven't, go look up the Golden Demon. It's the Gargant that's wrestling uh, a Charybdis Hydra kind of mix thing, and yeah. it looks so cool. It looks too good. It, it doesn't look real. I just love the. I took a look at it, and posted it in our group chat, and immediately was just like, "Well, Zach, you ha- you know what you have to do now. You have to do the inverse." Has to be all Charybdises on top of a gargant. Oh, I thought you were doing do a really shitty version of that. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like well, I'm gonna get he's a, done, he's that was assumed with a, with a gargant crushing yeah. Charybdis. Now you have to have the Charybdis attacking the gargant. It's like it's two halves of the same coin. We should enter. The we should demon. enter the Golden Demon. <laughs> all three of us. So they can all just be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, we have no right to even begin <laughs> to think about that. But we should. We should definitely do that. Just enter Golden Demon with the shittiest paint this job the worst. we can do. I was gonna say we should we try our best, a, but I'm not sure that's different. We all get a Skaven model. That's made out of pewter. <laughs> Which one do you want? <laughs> I got a bunch of them. I, I know you do. Uh, no, we all paint Slambo. Yeah! To get mad at them for taking Slambo, Slambo. out of the you game. You can't take Slambo You from can't us. take Slambo out of the game. I mean, I guess you can. And they keep giving us Chaos Warriors that are posed like Slambo, and I'm like, that's not Slambo. It's not Slambo. <laughs> Slambo better be in that new STD book. Which, they also released new Slaves to Darkness stuff. Have you guys seen the, the Super Duper Varengard? The, like, Chaos Knight? That's yeah. The... the the mortal version of basically Archeon for, so if I'm understanding this correctly, and Josh, you bought a Bellacore, so I'm going to assume you know everything about Bellacore. Because um, you read the back of the box, right? That's yeah. where they put all the information about uh-huh. the toy. Um, is this, this guy's like his ever chosen, right? Yeah, that's at least my understanding of it. Like, it's like, it's his personal cavalry guard. Like to what Archon, Archeon was to the Chaos Gods. It's like Bellacore's like, I'm going to make my own. Yeah, I got my own guys. Yeah. His horse looks a lot better than Archeon's horse, though, because it's yeah. not a dragon with three heads. Right. So it's healthier. It's much, much closer <laughs> to actually being a horse. Yeah. That book is looking like every time they put out new models. Like, they've released today. Mm-hmm. I think it was a slow news day uh, because it's it's Monday, and they put out the picture of the Chaos Knight with a little toot-toot horn. <laughs> that was the thing today. <laughs> yeah. It was just, by the way, there's a musician. And the reason is is because in the Chaos Knight starter set box thing, whenever start collecting, you didn't have an option to build a banner guy or a musician for either of the units that it came with. So it was kind of like, thanks for the new sculpts that make the unit worse if I play them like this. <laughs> also, the leader of the night guys has to have the flail, which is the worst weapon. Right. So, nah, I, I could bash mine to have it. Oh, yeah, if you can bash I just cut the flail off and then just glued a lance to it. Because you're a smart man. And you looked at it and said, that flail is balls. Why would I want to do that? Also, stop giving the commander... A different weapon than the rest of the unit. Just give him plus one attack. attack. Plus one give attack. him plus one hit. Because then I have to fucking roll that dice differently. Plus one to attack. Simplify the game, yeah. please. I uh, I legitimately, if I see a hero that doesn't do that, I ignore the hero ability. At this point, I will pur- I will purposely not roll for that dumb mace or whatever. Because it's like, <laughs> I want to do it. Don't want to do I'm the thing. bad now. So Asiarch broke me on it because the one guy with the sword and I built all with double-handed swords. That's the only thing in the game that doesn't get two hits on a six. One day they'll fix the brutes for me. One day. No, they'll just give them more options, yep. and then they'll take them away, and then they'll add them back in. Brute, brute complexity will continue to be like an accordion. <laughs> it's like it'll wave out, and you can have 400 options, uh, and then back down, and you get two. They did it with our boys. Made the art boys nice and simple. Yeah, and I think our boys have a good place right now. 
In yeah, the, surprisingly. I think, honestly, in the current meta, like, Iron Jaws is solid. Yeah. Like, it seems to be pretty good. It's nice to play Iron Jaws again. Yeah. When your boy has time. When you actually get to play some Iron Jaws. Yeah, I know. Occasionally, yeah. So, yeah. Gargants are cool. Slaves of Darkness stuff is coming out, which is pretty awesome. I'm trying to think of what else new has been released or teased, really. Recently. Because if it was, Recently. like, many, many weeks ago, yeah, it makes no yeah. sense to talk about. There's a new Ogre Hero that we know true. nothing about. As is tradition. Yeah. Uh, yeah, That's there's a new Ogre guy who we think may or may not unlock Battle Line or change stuff. He's a hunter, so probably. Yeah, he, he, he's a new hunter. He's not replacing the Ice Brow at all. Um, he looks much different. His arms look very small compared to his body. <laughs> uh, we have zero idea what he's going to do or what he how he fits in the army because they haven't told us shit. I wonder if he's going to – what if he just unlocks Yeeties? You get to do more stuff with Yeeties, but you have to buy the Games Workshop ones that are just a bunch of oh. hardcore kids windmilling in a I circle mean the, pit in 2003. Yeetis already have enough options, at least in the current book. Like, you can do it. Like, they're fine in the current book. Until you look at them. Like I the mean, models. the models are – the models. Awful. Hot some garbage. The, some of the best worst models I think I've seen. I mean, stat-wise, they're not awful. Like, no. they, they're usable. That six-inch pylon sneaks up yeah, on you. Yeah. They're very usable, and I've seen them in tournaments. Like, they're not bad. The models are ass. Yeah, that's the thing, is that it looks like a really fun list, but then it's like, to play it at a Games Workshop place, I gotta play with your bad-looking toys, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're not good. And I can literally, almost from where I'm sitting look at much better options for those figures out of a various oh god we have a lot yeah we have a lot of options for alternative that. company figurines yeah yeah <laughs> counts as as they were saying but yeah ogres are going to get a new book with gargants uh we know pretty much nothing about it yeah we know so that. i'm assuming pretty much nothing's going to change except we get a hero that no one's going to use just like the tyrant maybe they'll do enough to make the gutbuster side just as good I mean, like, there's, it's a very simple fix. Uh, make it to where if they take six, they don't have to do the whole fucking rank and file dumb shit. Yeah, because that's the problem, isn't it, that, right now? 100% the problem. Mm-hmm. And they're one of the only units that has that weird unit size yeah. that hits that. Because otherwise it's like a four or five. Or, yeah, it's, yeah, it's dumb. That's one of the reasons they aren't very good right now. Uh, I don't see them changing the Beast Claw side too terribly much. Like... Stonehorns are strong, but it's not, they're not like oppressive. It feels like that's pretty much where it should be. Like it's if a hard it, fight. The only thing I would ask for them to change is maybe make Thunder Tusks a little more likable. Because right now it's like <laughs> oh, they're just dicks. I, <laughs> you hang out with them. I got enough the points. Jerks, they hit on your sister. They I call got a, your dad a bad word. It's like you build a list and you're like, I have enough points to throwing a monster but not nearly just just not enough for a stone horn so i guess i'll just take a thunder tusk it's like their snowball abilities okay i think it fits a little bit more into the meta now that people are taking hordes again it you know it, it's a lot stronger against hordes because it's just how the rule is yeah it's not old d6 mortal wounds for fucking nothing but uh hopefully they change them make them a little more more? A little bit more. <laughs> but you couldn't see as David actually uh, just lapsed into a coma for a few <laughs> seconds during that. Because I, I like the Thunder Tusks. I'd rather take Thunder Tusks over Stonehorns because uh, I think they're cool. 
I want to take priests. And right now there's not really a reason to take the Huskard on Thunder Tusk, which is a priest. Because why would you do that when you can just take a Husker on Stonehorn and it actually kills things? I like when David talks about this stuff because I still don't know the difference between those two things. One has tusks, one has horns. I don't see how you confuse them at all. Meanwhile, I'm over here like, that's a knight judicator, that's a judicator. Okay, so that's one's wide, one's long. Okay, it's it's easy. Sorry, I've never been said about both of those things in my life. you act like you've never seen them on the table when that's literally all I've played for like the last three I know. years. Yeah, and we've, it's never weird. Paid, we've never paid attention to them. It's weird that I have a blind spot to those things. But it's I the one still, I have to booty I can, scoot in. I can pinpoint. Yeah, that's why we can never tell because it's always, we're always fighting it. But The horse first. doesn't come out of its butt, David. <laughs> it's not a tusk butt. Okay. <laughs> if it was a tusk butt, we'd know what you're talking we'd know about. what that one was. If it was I, just a I had both of you. I quit. <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Remember, you got to clock in tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> also, you can't get out. You're in the worst spot in this room. It's true, to try you are in the corner. You all the cords and shit. Table. I don't give a fuck. Can you get through this? You could. You can try and get through there. Yeah. It's a little yeah. difficult. I'm going to build a whole George Costanza sleep desk under there. <laughs> That's, That's a great idea. Yeah, it's a lot of space. Yeah. Like, you could really lay down like a little mat. Yeah. I shouldn't have said that on the air. <laughs> I don't think my boss listens to this. <laughs> He might actually. I don't know. There's no way he listens. He has to no this. way. He doesn't listen all the way through. We're fine now. Yeah, we're, we're ten minutes in. He's already. Yeah, he checks to out. make sure that like the that like his commercial spot. His sponsorships are in there. And, yeah. and, and then he's out after that. I don't think he checks that far in. Or he probably pulled the sponsorship. <laughs> uh, he would be like, "I'm doing what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm what the hell am I sponsoring? Why am I sponsoring this show? We, we don't know, dude. He yeah. doesn't give us money. That's true. Well, he does for your actual job, though. Just not for this. Yeah, but I actually do things to get that money. That's true. Well, you're doing things right now. We're going to get that money after this commercial break. Gigabytes Cafe in Marietta, Georgia is your one-stop shop for everything you need for your favorite hobby or fandom. Gigabytes carries a wide selection of miniature lines, including Games Workshop, Reaper, and WizKids, not to mention all the terrain, paints, and hobby supplies you need to supplement your tabletop games. Not a war gamer? The cafe boasts an ever-growing selection of hundreds of board games, TCGs, CCGs, and other nerd-based acronyms eager to join your collections. So what are you waiting for? Go to gigabytesonline.com and start shopping now. Are you still bringing gray plastic to the table game after game? Do you have a big tournament coming up, but your army is barely glued together? Don't worry, Llama Juice Painting is here to help. Free your minis from their drag gray existence and let Justin bring them to life. Whether you're looking for a single centerpiece to bring your collection together or more battle line options, Llama Juice Painting is your best source for finely painted commission work. Check out some of Justin's work on facebook.com slash painting and get your quote today. from commercials everybody i hope you enjoyed that little rants uh so yeah you're doing it now go yeah no go. no it's, it's a david show we're, Starring we're, david. Sh- shut the fuck up i can't talk when you're talking you can only so think about one thing at a time okay <laughs> i know it's brain damage leave me alone sorry i'm just gonna keep staring directly into your eyes while i toss this to josh to bring us yeah. in josh well bring us into the show you're already I, in I I, yeah we brought uh, right. it's a joke. I'm just Yeah, okay. Well, well, I mean, I guess welcome back to the Atlanta Warhammer podcast where yeah, we are yeah. still three dudes in a warehouse. <laughs> three uh, dudes in a warehouse. Three we dudes started in, in Zach's house and now we're in a warehouse. Yeah. 
So from the bottom, about, now we're adjacent. Yeah, talk about <laughs> Warhammer stuff. Yeah. This yeah, is episode 50. We've been doing this for 50 episodes. That's at least 100-plus hours, if you don't count my four-hour Nurgle episode by myself. <laughs> uh, then that's 100-plus hours of content. We're sorry. Sweet, sweet <laughs> Warhammer content. That's a lot. We're I mean, sorry. We've been doing this. We started from the bottom, we stayed there. Yeah. <laughs> we started from the bottom, carved out a nice hole, and now it's filling with water. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the way we do it. Yeah. So we've been doing this for 50 episodes. We're 55 That's a, uh, a lot. It is. To say. And I, I know that there's a lot of podcasts that are doing this, and they're on episode like 130 or something like that. Well, good for them. Yeah, good Lottie for you. fucking dog. Getting a podcast together. Yeah, you guys being were, better what, than you, us. You started <laughs> at the beginning when podcasts were like barely available. You know? Being like genuinely good content. Yeah. And big <laughs> smart ideas. Just or... putting out your little websites with your little MP3 you files. You're really digging that you have glasses now, aren't you? Uh, as, I, as a comedy yeah, prop. It, 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 <laughs> it is an excellent comedy prop. Yeah. I understand them. You can. You can't see that uh, Josh has gained glasses uh, during our break somehow, and he, he continues to like adjust them and do the nose push-up nerd yeah. thing. Now you can do that. Again. It's fun. We need it, to have glasses. It is great. You can, well, actually. You know what's more fun? What's that? 2020 eyesight. You know what? Uh, Fuck you, guy. man. Fuck this guy. Who said that? I can't. Oh, <laughs> can't we have glasses on. <laughs> Put glasses back on. There you go. Shut up, Danny. Anyway, so. so Ouch. I figured... <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I figured that with our 50th, we would talk about uh, a little just, like, why we're doing this. Because this is a hobby that is both expensive. Of the way I pitched it to my mom. She was, <laughs> here's no, the thing. You, had to, you pitched this to your mom? So my mom, my mom was asking about it. I was driving her around furniture shopping. She recently had her uh, birthday. I won't say what number it is. My mom turned uh, 40 for, I think, the 30th time now. Uh-huh. And um, we were driving around doing some furniture shopping and whatnot. And she was asking about, like, my life and my hobbies and stuff. And she was asking about, like, what's the appeal of Warhammer? And I realized that <laughs> explaining this to my 70-something-year-old mother oh, no. was kind of challenging. And I was like, huh, yeah, yeah, why do we do why this? Do we and, do and, like, it didn't change the way I, I love the hobby and feel about it. But, boy, the words coming out of my mouth made you sound like a crazy person. sounded like a crazy person because I was like, well, what we do in this hobby is we look at a picture of a very expensive toy. We then pay twice as much as that toy is actually worth for the opportunity to build that toy and then paint it. And then, on top of that, we get to take it to a place where we've done that 400-plus times to have someone else do that who hasn't built them or paint them, roll three dice, and tell you to go home. <laughs> and that was it. And my mom was like, and that's your fun thing you do, right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly the painting and kid bashing for me, I think, is the fun part. And the gaming. I like losing, so I don't mind. Yeah. It's fun to take that stuff. But I wanted to kind of figure out, like, why? Why do, why, do why, why do we subject ourselves to this horrible form and, of torture? And let's even go a little bit further because we're, I mean, we're sitting next to like, I don't know, 100 games at least right now uh, sure. between here and outside in the studio. We have opportunities. And at least 8 million coins. At least 8 million Bitcoin. <laughs> Please stop David. bringing up the fucking coins. <laughs> David's been mining <laughs> all day. But we have the opportunity to play a lot of stuff, even miniature games. Mm-hmm. A lot of miniature games. I played Conquest recently. Uh, did Song of Ice and Fire a little bit, and then a bunch of skirmish games, because skirmish games are easy to get into. Yeah. Why Warhammer, specifically Age of Sigmar? Why is this the one that we could, that's our main game? Like, why is that? Because there's tons of other games, yeah. and I like all kinds of, uh, some games I don't really care about. Solo play games, I'm kind of like, why? I just turn on a PlayStation, but that's me. That's just how I roll. Um, but there's, there's tons of other games that, that we like that we could be dedicating a lot of time to. Why do we do this? The hell is wrong with us? 
Oh man, you, it's this is the big philosophical question. Yeah, hell, I'll I'll fucking start it. Go uh, go. David. For me, it's honestly the fucking community. Like I I remember Zach, we we started this floor right hammer. right when 1.0 came out. Yeah, we fucking got it. You told me they had dinosaurs. I was fucking all into it. <laughs> uh, we bought it all. We put it all together. We started playing on your fucking floor oh, in your goddamn living room. It was and half square bases, half circle bases. Yeah, it was. Like... Sometimes they didn't even have models. It was just a base, and yeah. we're like, "Which one's that again?" And uh, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. We I don't even think we had terrain. We had like shit that was on the floor. Yeah, like cats. The yeah, cats. The cats were the, cats were the hazard roles. Yeah. <laughs> Nacho just came in. And it was like a whole fucking incarnate itself. Uh, before really incarnates is. were even there, she really is just as broken and but, uh, against. <laughs> I remember we evolved from Floorhammer and we went to Gigabytes for the first time, and it was just us. Yeah, we were all that was there. Yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, I think us. Kaylee was playing. Kaylee and Jessica were playing back then. We had a couple yeah. other people that were like come in a little bit occasionally, but for there the most wasn't part, much it was of a group. It, it was mostly just us showing up to play it, not on your floor because they yeah. had tables. <laughs> And it wasn't a kitchen table yeah. with a warped two by four balanced on it. Yeah, uh, my original war table was real good. <laughs> but you know, ever since ever since back in the good old days, we've we've been around watching this whole community fucking grow. It's insane. And the all, Discord alone and has people in it. A lot of people too. They talk, yeah, I don't even know half of them are. I don't. And know. I'm just like, hey, welcome to the Discord. I, I, I definitely feel like a how do you do, fellow kids? Sometimes when yeah. I wander into the Discord and I recognize like three names, <laughs> yes. and I'm like, hey. Our name's on the sign, but you guys just have fun. Do whatever you want. Like, I don't even know if half of them are even listening to the show at this point. Yeah, like it's just it's grown. And and special shout out to Kai though, because he has managed yeah, Kai, that Discord. Kai definitely helped it boom a lot. Yes, yeah. and other people came in and helped grow, make it grow even faster and more exponentially. And now, like, we look at this community that has grown alongside us, and it's such a great fucking community. Everyone gets along everyone's there to have a great time yeah. we all joke around i remember when uh they started like releasing all the 3.0 stuff and they brought it on the tv and you just have like half the fucking game store just sitting around looking at this tv just having a good time talking about yeah. what's going on and you know we go to tournaments and yeah people are trying to win but for the most part everyone's really fucking nice yes. really fucking welcoming and cordial you sh we show up with our silly ass list and we're like, yeah, we're going to get shit on, but we're having a great time. <laughs> we're here people, to be your punching people bag. People look directly in your eyes and go, we're trying to figure out what this does. Yeah. And, <laughs> I don't and, know either. <laughs> and, and the people we play against are like having a great time. They're yeah. being the absolute shit out of us, but <laughs> they, they actively are making it fun. And that's why we keep showing up. That's why we keep doing it. At least that's why I keep doing it and keep showing up and keep – Spending way too fucking much money on this. Yeah, uh, how's those leagues of Votan going? Uh, eventually, I'll figure out which weapon is which and actually be able to put them together. I'm gonna say gun. Yes, there's gun and other gun. gun. And <laughs> this guy has gun. <laughs> and you know, I hope it keeps going. Oh, I really yeah. do, and I know it's going to, because honestly, let's Cause it's let's escaped be, our control already. <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest; it's a lot of sunk cost fallacy for a lot of people at this point, uh, but. Everyone has their army that they absolutely love. I have it tattooed on my fucking wrist right now. Some people just love their army. They're fucking die hard into it. They don't give a shit if it's the worst army in the whole game. Yeah. Gets players. Uh, gets players. <laughs> Shout out to our gets boys. 
technically cruel boys because they're always at the bottom. Boy, they got the night haunt treatment, yeah. didn't they? Just but, right to the top, right to the bottom. <laughs> but everyone's really passionate about it. They want people to come in and enjoy themselves. They're always extremely welcoming to people that are just dipping their toes into it and giving them all they can. People are giving stuff away to new people. Oh, yeah. Just so they feel welcome, just so they can come in and play. I think that Slaves to Darkness army that we've passed around this community like six <laughs> times now is just the community army. Because <laughs> Essentially. I, I think some of those Chaos Warriors, I think they might have come from like Calvin and then maybe matt gave me some some of them just showed up yeah like who knows the one time two books ago i said i want to play bone splitters and people just brought me buckets of bone splitters because yeah. they were like cool here's 40 boar boys that i've never done anything <laughs> besides base coding here you go i was insane this community is just like and i've done the same thing uh yeah. we had a, uh the lady was playing a while back that bought my whole beast of chaos army oh yeah that's yeah. right yeah she was just like these are cool and i'm like here basically at lower than cost like get them out of the house you're gonna have fun and play we never saw her again, but I assume they're in a good home right now. Uh, my, my little Ungors are out. My one kit-bashed Ungor with skeleton arms. I don't know what he was supposed to be. I ran out of Ungor arms somehow. <laughs> You're just like, I don't know. Skeleton yeah. arms. So he's got skeleton arms. I figured that guy was having a party. I wonder if anybody ever noticed he's uh, in the group. Um, no, dude, you're right. Community. I think that's huge. We were yeah. talking about that on the, the Rambles Friday morning, like how community is from a perspective of game pulling the curtain back if anybody doesn't know i work in the game industry uh and the way you sell a game is having a community to sell it because if you just are selling a product to someone and they're just going home and playing floor hammer with it you're not really getting interaction from them and they're yeah. probably going to buy the stuff online at some point because why go to the store so you have to build that community and the mm -hmm. community has to survive and and thrive and who boy is wargaming the one where, out of all the gaming communities, I will go ahead and say it this way. I think Wargaming and Magic the Gathering is the biggest coin flip on whether or not you're going to have a good time or some piss-poor opponents. Yep. And I, that's just what it is. I remember when I used to play Magic Gathering in high school, I used to go to this game shop. Amazing time. I was just this little high school shithead around a bunch of grown-ass people with credit cards and shit. Grown-ass shitheads. And, you know, they, <laughs> they fucking welcomed me, and they fucking played with me. I had the worst decks ever, and, you know... Yeah. They always accepted me. Rest in peace, Mundo Atomica. Uh, but when... I don't know if that was a person, a store, or a card. <laughs> it was a store. Oh, okay. And yeah. the owners, I don't know what that was. The owners were really nice people, and they unfortunately had to sell it because uh, one of their parents had a lot of medical issues, uh. and they didn't need the money. Uh, but yeah, and I remember when I tried to get back into Magic, and I went to a different store, and it was the most grognard people I've ever been around, and I was like... Yeah, so I don't like this game anymore. Yeah. You say you would say that that gate was being very well kept? Yes. Yes. It was uh, when people laughed at me because I played a certain card, and I'm like, dude, what? Can you imagine? I just want to back this curtain back a second. Just rip the curtain completely off the rungs. It's going everywhere. Can you imagine laughing at someone because they decided to play a different painted toy than you decided to play at your painted toy game? Yeah. Like, yeah. I love this hobby, but my God, the amount of audacity you'd have to have to be like, that's stupid. Anyway, here's my dragons. <laughs> like, it's all stupid. Yeah. It's supposed to be. It's fun. It's a, a game should be fun. That's, I don't, I, it's weird that I say that and sometimes people are like, oh, and it's like, are you going to argue the fact that games should be fun? Like, I get it. If Weird. If, if you're in a track where you're actually making money from playing the game, I can understand kind of taking it up more serious because at that point it's kind of your job. 
can you make money off Warhammer? Isn't the upfront cost going to eat I, any prize package you ever get? I, I have no idea. I mean, people make money playing Magic the Gathering, and that's a well, yeah. stupidly expensive hobby if you do it certain ways. Yeah. I don't know. Is it more expensive than Warhammer? Depends on what I you're buying. I guess it, it, I, I guess I, it depends I, on if you're netlisting well, and just okay, picking up so, cards and then doing so, that. So pro players, they basically buy decks, and when the deck is not the pro deck anymore, they just sell it. Yeah. And they buy the new deck. So they might get a little bit more neutral with their costs to actually play the game. But, you know, the good ones, they do make good money from it. Sponsorship deals really help. I won a Magic Card prize purse one time at a comic book store in Rome, Georgia. Like 50 bucks. Yeah. And I gave it to the second place guy because it was a draft, and I won, and I had never looked at anything in the set before, and I felt really bad because <laughs> this guy had, like, researched the cards and just got shit hands during our match. And he couldn't draft anything he needed. Ended up with, like, a four-color nightmare. Long story short, I was like, dude, you just paid me 50 bucks. It's, I'm, I'm going cool. to take it. the 10 free packs. Like, I, I care <laughs> more about that. Like, give me some money. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Community. Yeah, Community. It's a good show. Yeah. I liked Community. Never and, it's getting, it. and it's getting a movie. Finally. Finally. Well, they got the six movie. seasons. Well, one was a gas leak, so they don't count that. Yeah. <laughs> About, time. Season. Oh. About time. About time. Well, you know, as the Jeff Winger type here, I do want to be ahead. And <laughs> I like to say that, and I like the people who've ever watched Community look at me and go, what in the world what? do you ever think that's? You're clearly an Abed at best. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, Community. I think that's... That's, that's a good reason to stay in the hobby. I mean... You're going to need them. I don't even think you would want to be in the hobby without it, as yeah. the gigantic box of dead tcgs at my house would say if there's no one to play the game doesn't work yeah and you can only play against your best friend or your wife your fiance your husband or whatever like so many times before it's kind of like cool here's your army and here's my army and the variant is gonna be not a lot kind of do this dance a lot kind of what it is yeah no i mean and that actually tracks into like one of the reasons i continue to stay in this as well is just like it's the game itself, right? Mm -hmm. Because, my goodness, there are a lot of tabletop games. The way that there have been a lot of TCG games. Uh, and a lot of board games. And a lot of video games. Um, especially with the games as a service. <laughs> you look type at, of stuff. You look at somebody whose job it is is to know all of our uh, 18,000 SKUs. Yeah, which, which ones are going to hit? a lot of games in this world. Tell you what, man. The, the, ones, that the ones that stick around for more than... A couple months, a lot of times, are the ones that's like, hey, that might be the one to invest in. Yeah. Like, if you're going to get invested into a game, go with the one that's that's got some lineage to it. And it's a buy-in. Yeah, it and it is. Especially with Wargaming, because you are having to buy models and rule books when they get updated. And more rule books when they get updated. And more rule books when they get updated. And if you're a Luminef player, <laughs> uh, more rule more books, rule when, books they get when they get updated. <laughs> um, and if you're a Gitz player... Yeah, go fuck yourself, yeah. I guess. I don't know. But, man, it, Sorry, guys. it sucks when you buy into a game that is like, this is really cool. And then four months later, it's like nothing. Yes. It's gone. Doesn't exist anymore. Doesn't matter how engaged the community was with it. It's like doesn't exist anymore. So it doesn't, ha so it doesn't matter. Age of Sigmar, even though, like, for a lot of us, it was, you know, technically quote-unquote new when it was coming out That's but true. it had a lineage behind it because of warhammer fantasy and we know warhammer 40k is super popular so when you it'll had never stop <laughs> yeah, it'll never stop <laughs> when you told me hey we're picking we're starting up you know age of sigmar are you interested and i was like i mean i played 40k before yeah i mean i've kind of missed the tabletop gaming experience yeah. um let's let's freaking go with this uh and it was it's been awesome because 
you know, we get the community buy-in. It has grown exponentially. But the other big thing, and as much as we shit on Games Workshop about it, at least Games Workshop sticks with the product. Like, they, yeah. will, they will stick with something. When it comes out, they are going to support it. Even if they have to go out of the dwarf book before it even gets Exactly. Oh, what, a, what a great thing. That's my, my favorite thing. A two-up and vulnerable save. I don't know what it means either. <laughs> it's not such a good line. Yeah. So at least they can take the piss out of themselves they, when they've done that. <laughs> yeah. they can. And so you know you're getting buy-in from the game manufacturers as well. It's like this is not a get rich quick scheme for them. Yeah. Like they genuinely do care about making sure that this this game thrives and the stuff they're putting into it, even when they fuck up, uh, is putting more forward stuff. We're getting, you know, I mean it the reason that we get more armies and that we get all the and especially all the updates we've gotten in the last year is because of the growth of the game on the whole just worldwide yes a lot of that has to do with their, like their North American audience where they went oh my god people have a lot of money over there <laughs> and free time <laughs> and, and free so much time. space and so much space we'll just have a whole tournament in a fucking state park we'll rent the whole thing yeah for 10 nerds we can do that we over here we can do that over here <laughs> it's insane I never realized that you can fit like five of your countries in Texas <laughs> <laughs> and we still have enough Texas left over to Unfortunately, be Texas. Yeah, so. <laughs> still be a whole Texas. By still be a whole Texas. <laughs> um, but yeah, they we're just like, wow, that's you know, this this is the one that really took off for for them over there. So let's you know, let's commit to it. Let's do North American tournaments and stuff. And they yeah. have, have actually like said, hey, you know, we're we'll let you guys run, you know, because obviously you guys are running tournaments, you know, in various different locations, either through game shops or through like community engagement type of stuff and then oh but hey by the way these are the ones that like games workshop james workshop himself is supporting like yes. this is these are the official ones but hey we're not we're not shutting out all of the other ones that have been in existence like lvo and stuff like that yeah. because we're still going to give you guys releases there's still newsworthy stuff so if you're if you're involved in that we're still going to just more content it's yes. what we're it's business that we're into we're in the content business, baby. Oh, we're making content, content. baby. <laughs> I need content. I need more content. Just write some SEOs. Did you KPI those ROVs for my SEOs? I did not, Damn but it. I will. Damn it. It'll be on your desk tomorrow. Okay. And also, pictures of Spider-Man. And we pound on the desk, but we don't want to break yeah, all the mics. Yeah, we don't want to break any mics. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not being held up by books. <laughs> we'll have to edit that out later. Yeah. Uh, but I'll yeah. add in some pounding on the deck. Oh, excellent. Yeah. yeah I like a little, like a little full. Well, a little deck pounding. A little, pounding. little, little, yeah, little pounding on the deck. Yeah, you, you, come, in, you come in here, we'll pound your deck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rip your deck out. We'll pound it. I'll, anyway. I'll, I'll, be, I'll, be your, I'll be your best pound mate. Oh, boy. <laughs> the pound line. <laughs> Call the pound line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, you're I, I, right. That's an interesting thing. I've never thought about that. But, yeah, if you're going to spend quite literally thousands of dollars. A crazy amount of money. Then you need to make sure that game doesn't go and just disappear. And just disappear. Like look, dust in the wind. Uh, we, look, we've both invested in games before that we probably still have stuff. And that game doesn't exist. Hey, DBZ card game. I own <laughs> all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Not only just the score, but the Panini version as well. Uh-huh. And the follow-up. And... Does any of that stuff exist? It sits right next to my uh, Annie Mayhem and uh, let me think of the other nonsense TCGs I've spent way too much. The WoW TCG mm -hmm. got a ton of that. 
yeah. ton of that. I finally got rid of all mine because I was looking and was like, yeah, they're just I, – I got to get rid of these. They just be, they become it. relics yeah. of like a bygone era. Like I think I'm going to keep my little like Worgen Warlock card and just yeah. sell the rest because then it's like, yeah, this was the guy I liked. Yeah. But yeah, you, just, you don't invest and then have the whole thing go away, especially – Games Workshop miniatures are beautiful. They are absolutely fantastic looking figures, and they make no goddamn sense in any other setting <laughs> except for Games Workshop. Put a Stormcast Liberator anywhere, and it still looks exactly like a Liberator. Like, maybe you could be, like, as a Paladin, and if you don't have the helmet on him, you could be, like, a Pelora guy or something. Then you look at anything else in this entire ex- line, and you're like, what What would any of these Slanesh things be except generic monster in a thing yeah like weird what, horror he was a monster. fire slayer am i just a dwarf berserker i guess yeah that's just what i got like so they don't really work as played in other stuff that well so you got to believe in the the product line yeah to do it the property has to be able to stand on its own yeah what the hell is your ironclad gonna ever be in any other game it will never be anything else besides a airship yeah if we want to do a big by the map final <laughs> fantasy game or something <laughs> like that you could pull it out when the party adventures and you can make them put all their little figures in yeah. it and you could go this cost $140. <laughs> and, and that would could be, be that would be it. And that's it. That's what you could do. Yeah. And then it would break off the base. Right. Immediately <laughs> afterwards. Somehow break two other figures on the way down. Yeah. It would shatter everything. Absolutely shatter everything. Boy, I just I cannot get over the fact that my dragons have such good flight stands. And your army gets a toothpick. What, what's it fucking like, Zach? It's Is it great. nice to have good flight stands? Yeah. You what's, know what's really cool? Is they don't what's even... a flight stand? Oh. <laughs> Some armies are in the air. Yeah. So, some of, some of us have to. Yeah, I, you're correct. The <laughs> fact that my stonehorn can just run up and beat the shit Listen, out of your ship. Too get your frost the... butt on a flight stand and then we'll talk. <laughs> all right. I still think it's funny. I could just run a fucking frost horn up to his ship and just be like, yeah, headbutt it. Yeah, I have never understood how zombies can fight an ironclad. Just, just fly like ten feet in the air, and you're probably f- unless they start building a World War Z ladder, you're probably fine. <laughs> Eh, what do you uh, mean? It's a fantasy game. Fantasy game. But uh, yeah, back to what we love about it. That's I'm, I'm going to take this as a good segue into why I love it. It's fucking insane. <laughs> the setting makes no sense. None <laughs> of this is illogical. Makes, it is some of the worst, best written, worst fantasy. Like it is He-Man fighting Skeletor on the front of an Iron Maiden cover from 1989 <laughs> uh, while a 14-year-old smashes two monster trucks in the background. Like that's what Age of Sigmar is. And And... I understand that some people are, you know, very much into the tactical play and, and that. And I think there's a lot of that that goes into it. But I think at the end of the day. If you listen to this podcast, though, you would not think that. You would not think <laughs> that at all. Um, but at the end of the day, it is, it's, it's toys. It's yeah. having fun playing with cool-looking shit and making it do cool shit. And to me, I think the thing that keeps me doing it is the sheer amount of nonsense things that can happen that create a moment in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, a, uh, let's say a war dog. Who no who 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 can't get shot for some reason for three turns as as a bunch of KO ships circle around trying to obliterate one guy who just somehow survives. That told a whole story from that game that you couldn't really get from more kind of nailed down tactical experiences. Um, and if you're obviously playing a RPG, you can say whatever you want, and that's what happens. So that's kind of like that's cheating. Yeah. You know? But in in a war game that has the opportunity for really cool somatic stuff, that's what keeps me going. Is that, and I would say probably the kit bashing. So I really like I really like making little unique units and going, hey, look at these little guys. Each one of them is a, uh, they're all the Avengers of Anvil Guard, you see. And so each of my free guild guard with shield on each of the, oh, you've already rolled, okay, they're all at the table then. Like that's what it usually happens. <laughs> but they have little stories and stuff. 
And to me, telling that story, building that Anvil Guard force with Van Brecht leading it mm-hmm. to hunt down Marathi, like, that's cool. And I'm getting to tell a story with these things that's kind of part of the bigger canonical thing, but also it's, there's no, no sense to any of this. Yeah. Like, all the realms are infinite size, so you could do whatever you want. You, you know what is incredibly interesting about, and I hadn't thought about it until you actually pointed this out, but... It is kind of like taking, like, all of your toys, like, when you're six years old, and you just kind of dump them on the floor. Yeah. And you're just like, I don't know, I'm just going to play with these two, like, these handful of things yeah. together. I used to have so much fun because I had a, uh, a T-1000 that was, like, a chrome, like, it was, like, heavy, and it had, like, yeah. chrome T-1000. And it used to terrorize Luke Skywalker <laughs> so much because it was the Emperor's new assassin droid. Right. And it was twice the size of the Luke Skywalker so figure, too. Would be so terrifying. it was horrifying. Yeah. yeah, it would pick up a TIE fighter and throw it at him, you know. <laughs> and, uh... Now Disney Plus is already filming that right now. Don't do that, <laughs> Disney Plus. Leave Luke alone. Um, so, so, yeah, you're right. It's 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 the, it's I don't know. Cinematic is yeah. maybe the right word. It, it you get to create like a cinematic moment with your toys, like you did when you were six years old. But you get to actually tell this story to like other people that are involved in the hobby, as yeah. opposed to like when you were six and you would tell your friend, you'd be like, your friend's like, that's stupid. Why would those two <laughs> things even like be together? Why do you have those toys? You're poor. Yeah. But you tell that to somebody else in the hobby. Yeah. You tell that to somebody else in the hobby. That wasn't the Hot Wheels kid. Um, There's always a step up from the Hot oh Wheels kid. God, yeah, the Hot Wheels kid. The one kid that's all he does is the Hot Wheels. And you're like, do you, do you, are you in anything else <laughs> at all? And they're like, no, Hot Wheels. I'm hot like, Wheels. All right, man. That's, we're 12. Maybe diversify. Yeah. Anyway. But, you know, we mentioned your, your LVO story. Of, yeah. like, you have, like, a freaking dog that ran around. Killing Marathi with, with, with a Griffin. A free Griffin. free Griffin. It was so funny. Like, that's a cinematic moment that we actually get to share with other people, and other people go, that's insane, yeah. as opposed to going, that's dumb. Well, it depends on who we talk to. It's but, also dumb. <laughs> it was dumb. It was dumb, but it was also, like, a cool moment. And we get to have a lot of those cool moments sitting at the table playing with other people because they are also creating cool moments because of a community because of like you know yeah. a company's buy-in because it's fucking insane it is it, it the, the brand is if you were to put it on paper and pitch it as it is now uh we get shot down yeah because the brand doesn't make any sense it's just it's nonsense it's just complete and total chaos cartoon characters who are over the top. How many more skulls can we skull this skull skull with? How, it's a skull skull. How much blood is too much blood for the blood god? There's never enough blood There's for never the blood god. never enough blood. So you have these, ins- and my pauldrons shall touch the sky. And if I sneeze, I'll impale myself in the forehead and die <laughs> instantly. But it's okay, because that guy's wearing an entire goddamn cow for a helmet. So none of this makes any sense. And he's got a croquet mallet. So we're going to fight, I guess. I don't know. Also, that goblin is stronger than him. What? <laughs> That's my, my favorite thing so far is that the, the birds in Stormcast got ridden before the Liberators. It's like, well, the birds <laughs> were better than everybody else. Birds have talents. That's true. They do have talents. Uh, mine have little weapons in their claws because I get bashed little weapons because I thought it was funnier. That's <laughs> bird with a sword <laughs> stabbing you. doesn't really know how to use it. just drops it's it. Bird with a spear? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, spear bird. Yeah. How do you house does he fish? That's true. I don't know. Nobody taught him how to fish, <laughs> I guess. Are there, are there teach a bird are, to fish? Is there a saying for that? There, I, there might be. Hold on. There's only two sets of bird prints. That's where Jesus carried you. Yes. That's, okay, good. We got that right. Uh, so, yeah, talking about, like, the the sheer potential of interactions, I think, is what gets me to play the game. And it explains why I have so many different types of armies is because, to me— And also my, why they're insured. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. My, 
my brain itch is scratched by going, cool, I want to try to play a game where I can only have six guys. Or maybe now I started painting up skeletons and zombies over the weekend, and yep. I've got like 40 done. And I'm nice. like, shoot, I've thrown a gash in here. I've got a whole list. Maybe I can start. Isn't gash coming back to the table? I would like to try. He yeah. just gets murdered all the time, but I still <laughs> love him, so I, I want him a, to do stuff. I have a good time. Yeah. So I, I still need him to have a rules update that lets him do what he did in the book where I can summon six purple suns at once and then use them as bracers. <laughs> That's cool as fuck. I don't care what anybody else says. That's what I want to do. Just infinity gauntlet the gash. Yeah, just all the purple suns. Yes. I am an inevitable. Then he just gets beat up by a bunch of cows and <laughs> chained to a mountain. That is kind of the Avengers, though. It's just a bunch of cows chained to a mountain. Yeah. 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 I remember that part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that from the script treatment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why they fired Joss Whedon, I think. I think so. His, his, his punch-ups were too weird. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, talking about the Warhammer stuff, like, we talked the community, obviously. And what you guys said is obviously part of it. I think what we're all saying is all part of why we like it. Yeah. But for me... The fact that I can theory craft just a... I was doing this last night, just thinking of fun, dumb cities lists. And like, what if I just do this and build a cool thematic thing, take it to the table, see what it does, see what kind of stuff... And that's... I'm definitely the guy that goes to tournaments and puts down my army, and then my opponent goes, okay, what? Like, what, what exactly <laughs> is this Why supposed is to do? So I want to, you know... And doing that is fun for me. So I want to have that opportunity to go, I'm going to take a bunch of Vanquishers today and see what the, and see how they work in this whole system. And... I realize that we're all fooling ourselves because what we're really excited about is the multiple possibilities of math equations that we would have to do on the table and geometry. Spoiler alert, <laughs> this game is just geometry and math. But something about the having all those different things and seeing what would happen and that excitement of like when your army's first touch, you know, when just the tips are kind of just brushing against each other. You guys know that excitement, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah when you're just brushing the tips against each so other. There's like a little bit of an electric spark yeah, that yeah, happens. Yeah, it's the pre-doc. Yeah. And, and like when that's happening... That's the best part of the game to me because it's like, oh, there's so much potential for this fight. You know, all the armies are getting ready to go unless it's like old Slanesh or something. Like that. Oh, there's so much potential. for Oh, I've lost already. Oh, <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, did I roll a dice? Oh, I don't roll dice anymore? Oh, all right. Thank you. I'll be leaving now. Like, besides those kind of fights, usually you get a pretty good interaction. And I'll say this. The third edition, I haven't except for that. Maybe that one time with the Iron Jaws and Nurgle where I just did not understand what third edition needed. <laughs> so I did not bring the right stuff to the game. Uh... I haven't had a game that felt like it was completely one-sided, unfair. Just even in the tournament, I was doing like okay, yeah, for the most part. So I think they've got they're getting the system to where you can kind of play and have fun at any level. Although to me, I'm still going to rather play with somebody who's like not in a tournament because then you have a little more time, a little more fun. You can do stuff like, ah, eh, this side of the table doesn't matter anymore. Let's not even roll for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> who cares, you yeah. know? Because there's always that one flank that's like. It's 40 zombies and 20 Eight. chaos warriors. Like, what's going to happen? Literally nothing is going to happen over there for four turns. It's, so. the, it's the ignored flank. Yeah. It's, I'm sure they're having a great time. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bog. Yeah. It's the B story. The mm-hmm. B story over there. Whatever's happening. But, uh, yeah, the, 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 the sheer potential, having the community, having the amount of stuff. I mean, I like miniatures. I think, I think I'm going to say this here. I'm a 36-year-old man. I like little painty toys. I think they're neat. I like Battle Barbies. I also like Battle Barbies. Josh, I too am a 35 year old man who owns a lot of plastic. You'll get there one day. You'll get to 36 one day. <laughs> I believe in you. Soon enough. Um. So, yeah, you child. Yeah, you baby. Yeah, you I, fucking bearded baby. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm half a decade behind you. Sitting over there looking well like our seniors on this. <laughs> <line>. <laughs> oh. 
Well, I didn't mean that in a good way. <laughs> I just mean he looks like a put-together adult with a beard. No, no. And, uh, that's, well, because we, that's because he can actually grow a beard. Uh, you look like you us. should be grading my art dissertation right <laughs> well, now. Well, that's because I probably am. Like, that's, what this looks, <laughs> that's the aesthetic we got going on in here. Uh, it's, it's not good. You need a lot more color. That's what's true. I have, by the way, speaking of stuff, I have found uh, the slap shot method for painting is is really good. If you haven't looked it up, uh, I think AOS Coach did it. Uh, I, a bunch of, or he mentioned it on his show. A bunch of people have mentioned it on their shows. Go look up the slap shot method for painting. If you've got like I don't know, forty or sixty zombies you want to knock out in a weekend, it's really good. Like it legitimately works, and you can get so much painted. I'll have to look a- it up. As I, I look at one of the people who just gives me his stuff to paint. You can slap chop it all day long, baby. Oh, no, yours I actually do a good job on. Oh, well. But I, for 40 zombies, I'm not. So. <laughs> I got I got 70 Crypt Ghouls I got to paint at some point. You should look that slap chop stuff. Slap chop. Slap chop them up. It's, Isn't, it's really weird. Okay, so here's the thing. All right, slap chop wasn't also like one of those I've seen TV things? Yeah, it was. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, it's the, you're going to love my nuts guy. Yeah. If you're not an American, let me explain <laughs> this for a second. Uh, we have a infomercial, a cult of infomercials over here. Um, and besides, uh, the, the king, um, in, in, I guess, I don't know, his empire, Billy Mays, Billy Mays there, not here anymore, Mm -hmm. but Billy Mays there. Um, we had this weird pretender show up that was the ShamWow Slapshot guy who went to prison later on, uh, which look it all up. It's really fun. But Slapshot was a thing where you would put some stuff in a thing and you would slap it and you would chop it up. And at one point he literally looks at the camera and says, you're going to love my nuts. So that's America, baby. Um. Yeah, you're welcome, international listeners, for that little bit of why, what's wrong with us. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with America? <laughs> I don't know, man. I was still surprised I just got by, like, the censors and stuff. The, oh, yeah. Like, it was the Wild West it time was, of it was the 90s. commercials. <laughs> Who, was it the 90s? No. No, it was no. like the early 2000s. Say, it's got to be early 2000s. I'm not that old. It had to be the I'm not that old. My tooth fell out. Uh, it had to be the 90s, I think. Because I remember going to school and yelling, you're going to love my nuts and getting detention for it. So it had to be at least when I thought that was funny. Yeah. It's like you're yeah, 15 or so. Yeah, that makes you're going to love my nuts. Yeah. Suck it. Yeah. Suck all kind of- <laughs> oh, no. I just punched my What you guys couldn't see is I just punched the microphone because I got excited to do the suck it gesture. Something that has baked into every child of the 90s. We, even if you didn't watch wrestling, that's true. You knew, everyone, you knew it. Everyone knew the DX suck it. You knew it because you would do it whenever your teacher turned around. Uh-huh. The whole ass <laughs> class would just get up, just suck it. Yeah, it was a good time. Good times. We were all menaces. We were. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were hoodlums. I, I definitely. My my little clip never moved off the red. <laughs> it was. I was always on the bottom. It started on the bottom. I had to work my way up to being a decent person. You, had, to you had clips. That must have been nice. Well, they, yeah. I was at Dodd's school. They were just like, oh, you kids, you're fucking weird. That's Department of Defense. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> for our international that, listeners. For international the, listeners. I grew, up in an, I grew up in an army basis. Yeah, that's a military, yeah. not a military school. Although it is a military school. It's just filled with military kids. it's not kids. a military school. Yeah, it's military kids <laughs> and diplomat kids. <laughs> yeah. You'll never find a more ruly, respectful group of children. <laughs> I grew up in the hood. A hood. <laughs> Just the hood. The specific hood. There were children that lived in shacks. Yeah. And probably down the street, skyscrapers. Because America. No, no. No. Not in Southbridge. Oh, well, I mean up the street then. Atlanta. You go a little farther yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah, when you get to like Buckhead. For our international listeners, Stockbridge is the equivalent of, I guess, something that is a city. 
in your it's, places. It's, it's a town. It's got a Walmart. That's yeah, the it, center of the town. I think town. it has two Walmarts. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Upgraded. Wow, fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a good Walmart and a bad Walmart? No, they were both terrible. Oh, okay. They were both the bad Walmart. <laughs> both the bad Walmart. It wasn't like Columbus. No. <laughs> you well, Columbus, just... you had the good Walmart. You, or you had the, the, you had the good Walmart. You, you had the good Walmart. Yeah. You had the bad Walmart. You had the Alabama Walmart. And then you had the Alabama Walmart. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. So wasn't there the good Walmart, then the – was the airport the, the bad Walmart? No, the, the airport one? was a good Walmart. That was the good one. Okay. Yeah. And then the bad Walmart was on the east side. Right. Wasn't it? Was that Victory Drive? Yeah, it was either off Victory Drive or it was like the next yeah. street up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is really good for any of yeah, our yeah. listeners that aren't from and there was the a Al- very specific and area yeah. of Georgia. And then there was the Alabama Walmart, which is the Walmart that you went to when it turned uh, past midnight to uh, get beer. To go get beer. Yes, yes. And then and, and then you were actually just smuggling so, alcohol across state lines. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. But Everyone everybody did it, it, so it was fine. Literally, literally had a cop hand me a beer. <laughs> Over state lines one time like, in go. Columbus, open. <laughs> he pulled it out of his car, and then opened it and handed it to me. <laughs> That's Columbus. So uh, for our international listeners in America, we have what's called the good Walmart and the bad Walmart. <laughs> I don't know why it is, but if a town has two, there's always one there's that's a- like pretty decent and has weird like a Whole Foods selection yeah. and like toys that are cool and PlayStations. And there's one that you just get stabbed in yeah. when you just walk in. If you if you walk in and you look at like the produce section, it's usually off to the right, which or the left, depending on which you know side the the food is on for the Walmart. And there's just a hole that goes all the way through the tomato. You're at the bad Walmart. You're at the bad. That, that tomato's been shot. <laughs> if you have to get somebody to unlock the spray paint, you are at the, You're at the bad Walmart. <laughs> which let me tell you, you do. That was both of our Walmart. Yeah, that's true. You have to get somebody to unlock the Pokemon cards. Y'all have Pokemon cards? <laughs> Only at one Walmart. They just gave the other up one, on them. Yeah, the other Walmart they gave, gave up. up. On them. They're like, yeah, they're just stealing them all. Dude, the one in Columbus gave up on all card games because their profit loss oh, was that's like right. 80%. I forgot about so that. They, just, oh, just... they couldn't carry because literally people were just walking and stealing yeah, them. And they, would get, they would get them. shelved and they would be gone like, yeah. within minutes. You would just go to the toy aisle and there's just cards behind all the toys because they, they went and got all the good ones. And find just, like a abandoned package of like a toy in a store, and you're like, "Who took the time to cut this giant Iron Man out and ha- and walk out with it? And how? How did they do that? Yeah, no one noticed that. It's here. All the little zip ties are on the floor. Somebody did this. Well, within security cameras. Those, so for our international listeners over here in America, <laughs> apparently you can just steal from places and nobody cares. For the most part, yeah. Especially now that Gen Z is starting to become the workforce, they're like, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm excited for them to just burn the whole thing down. <laughs> nah. have, have fun, everybody. Just just uh, let us play with our painty men until we die. <laughs> we'll be happy. Yeah, Bury me with my terracotta we're good army. With Gen Z. I'm good. It's Gen X that has to worry about them. I don't even know which Gen. I'm an elder millennial, so I don't know where any of this is. Yeah, we're in the old millennial yeah. category. We're fine. Because we, we simultaneously burned mixtapes and also understand the internet. Right. So we're, we should be in charge. Probably. Yeah. But we don't want to be because we, we're Cause dealing we, with all that. Because de- when we wouldn't have time to play with toys. We're, we're dealing with all that depression, existential crisis that our generation is filled with. Well, we just had a whole episode of how we deal with our depression. Buying Warhammer toys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and that's the my, real reason we all stay in I this. drown my sorrow with alcohol and <laughs> plastic. The real, why do you like Warhammer? I don't. It's a crippling addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Please, God, help me. The so-called this, fallacy does not let me quit. This, this is an intervention for all yeah. of us. <laughs> this we just didn't a, know it. This isn't a Star Wars Legion demo day. It's an intervention. We need you to get you off of the Games, games Workshop. 
Because playing this game high is impossible. I just want to say. If you introduce any level of inebriation to Warhammer, I don't know how you play the game. I ever forgot half the rules I mean, sober all mo- the time. Most tournaments, I'm usually drunk about or halfway in. That one, you were asleep and then drunk. You yeah. were pre-drunk. I was pre-drunk, showed up, hated every second of it, went home, came back, and then just started drinking again. Yeah. I think, yeah, fuck it, I'm well rested. Let's crack some <laughs> beers open. Vicious cycle. Yeah. Well, the only way to prevent being hungover is to continue being drunk. Yeah, you know. Now, that's health advice here from the Atlanta Warhammer doctors team. Now, yeah. from the Atlanta Warhammer legals team, don't sue us <laughs> for the health advice from the Atlanta Warhammer health team. We are not licensed uh, physicians. No. Or psychiatrists. In any state or any country. Or financial advisors. I used to have a counseling license in Georgia. That's terrifying. For, for small group therapy and huh. uh, uh, a couple of other little things that you can do. In, it's, in Georgia, you can get a counseling license pretty easily for, like, little stuff like yeah. aa meetings and things like you that. just like what, did you just have like have like a small group and it was just like hey everything is awful yeah that's kind of my small group counseling <laughs> was get together no it was weird all of my uh all of my small group counseling training courses were me and everybody else there was like they had been doing this for 20 years and so it was definitely stressful because it was like cool we'll try to draw me out in this conversation go if you've been put on the spot for that <laughs> it's like um tell me about why you suck no you <laughs> no. don't suck we're all here sucking together no wait, hold on uh yeah so i didn't do it for very long can't imagine why no i can't imagine either but i have done warhammer for very long yes so is this podcast so is this podcast I think yeah. We should probably, uh, yeah oh i thought you just meant the time of this podcast oh no i, I was gonna say we should I mean, probably go home that is probably, that is true as well but i was also just speaking to the fact this was our 50th episode it is our 50th. you know what i think we did a good job we did and about 50 percent of this was about the thing the show is about it's yeah true. so There's a lot of abouts a boot eh? a boot Correct. Thank you, Canadian listeners. You're welcome. Sticking with Thank us. Thank you. You know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to, I'm going to, it's daring, a daring, bold statement. Thank you to all of our listeners. <gasps> Thank you for all of you that have subscribed, listened, dealt with us, laughed with us. <laughs> Beat us at tournaments. Yeah. Mostly that. Mostly that. Come up to us at, at tournaments or game stores and gone, ah, I love the show and walk away. And I don't know who you are yeah don't tell us your name or anything just say i love the show and then just walk away you don't know that's genuinely awesome to me every time that happens because it's like cool that person has no reason to be nice to me (laughs) they could have just ignored me and my day would have gone on and they their day would have gone on just the same but the fact that they walked up and they were like hey i listened to the show it's pretty cool like yeah what i don't get is when someone comes up and goes i listened to the show and then they just walk off and i'm like that's probably the normal response (laughs) yeah i'm supposed to take that yeah, but we thank you to our listeners for supporting us and doing this. Like, it's, yeah. it's bananas. Uh, we got to do this. We do live shows. We got more stuff coming up. I think uh, I'm going to tease that we're going to do something with Cursed City this month, the month of October, which is the month that we're currently recording in, because uh, it's a spooky month, and Cursed City's cool. We've had it for a year, and there's no reason not to play it at some point. So we should play it. Yeah. Put it on camera and do some stuff. Um, and I know we've been promising battle reports for, like, half a year now, and if you know any of us in person, you know it, we keep having to shift things and move. Josh decided to just move an entire house for some reason. I um, did. Yeah. So it's been it's been delayed, but we have a definite studio space that's going to be built in the next two months. Dedicated. We'll have dedicated dedicated game studio space. space. Yeah. So all of you that are listening that are in the Atlanta area or a little farther, if you want to drive a little bit, uh, we'll be throwing out the invitation. Come play some games with us. Not just Warhammer, but like all of the other board games and tabletop games that you might want to play. We're going to start doing that as well because uh, it's Atlanta Warhammer, but it's also ATL War. So we want to play some other games, I think. Yeah. I've been painting up some Batman. And, and we might actually have some uh, board and card games that we designed ourselves eventually 
That is true. Come out. That's that have weird. Nothing to do with Atlanta Warhammer. Yeah, it has nothing to do with it. Uh, you're definitely not stealing trash. Yeah. Well, it's to protect the brand, not yeah. the Warhammer brand. Whatever new brand. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to touch this brand. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it yeah. immediately, like a Venom symbiote, will get infected by this thing. Got to yeah. keep them separate. You got to keep them separated. Oh, can't do anymore. Oh, can't do anymore. Oh, God, we're demonetized. That, that wasn't good enough to count as anything. the original thing. But before we get demonetized, we should probably get out of here. So thank you all to our listeners. You guys are awesome. Follow the Facebook and all that kind of stuff and check us out on all those sort of social media things. It's weird to put this at the end of the show. So we're just going to say we love you guys and be safe. And for the 50th time in a god dang row, I am Zach. I am Josh. And I'm David. Good night. I'm not getting. I don't have one ready. That's getting even better. That's good. Perfect. That one hurt. Yeah. It's like that. It's like that.